GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. I feel the need for need for speed. We can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and this is our special 250th episode, our retrospective, and um, I am joined by a guy who's been here not since the beginning, but kind of since the beginning, right? I mean, since the real beginning of the since podcast, the let's be honest. Right. However, I mean, Look, I mean, I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to, after 250 episodes of doing this, I think all the meanness is out of me. Not really, but Joe's here. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to be upfront. We kind of pulled a fast one on the listeners, right? Like, this is a retrospective, but it's not. We kind of wanted to have a little fun with it. We, Me and LPJ put our heads together and we're like, you know what? This is episode 250 of the podcast, right? Like, we have to do, like, we have to do something special for this, right? There's got to be a movie that we, you know, that we've been saving that, that really kind of epitomizes the podcast you know that like 250 we gotta do it right so we figured it out and you guys are lucky you're here to witness episode 250 we're finally doing it d2 the mighty ducks that's right we're finally doing mighty ducks 2 we talked about it People have asked for it. Maybe people haven't asked for it, really. Maybe the only people that have asked for it are on this episode with us. But That could very well be the case. But we are doing Mighty Ducks 2, and I could not be happier about it. And we're not alone. We are joined by, by uh, frequent- people People who we don't, we can't call them the Bash Brothers. But you know what we can call them? The Manja Men. The what? The Manja Men. I don't get it. It's Italian for eat. Because we eat a lot. Oh, I think I he's telling us fat. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> and, and it's two people who probably should have their own food podcast. I don't know. We're two people like... who could have casted for the role of Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got. I might be able to skate that good. We got Jody and we got uh, Glitch uh, here with us. Oh. Um, hey guys, it's it's kind of like a dream come true, right, guys? Mighty Ducks, you. <laughs> yeah. I, I sold uh, LPJ on this idea. Because um, as you, but, can uh, see, you can see from the heading of the episode, it's not mentioned. I'm not even going to mention that it's Mighty Ducks 2 in the heading. <laughs> it's literally going to say uh, uh, 250th episode retrospective. Right. And that was part of the sell. But I'm pretty excited. And I got to say, like, I mean, I love doing the podcast. But this, like, watching this movie and, like, taking notes in the podcast style, I was really psyched to, to sit and, and talk about it. So um, uh, let's let's get into it. Um, this movie, uh, D2, uh, The Mighty Ducks, which, by the way, I forgot that it was called D2, The Mighty Ducks. I thought it was just Mighty Ducks 2. Uh, its release date is March 25th, 1994. Um, and I think uh, I can kind of cover... <laughs> the shared history between me, uh, LPJ and Jody, uh, on this movie. So, um, we've talked about before 
mentioned that when we were growing up, there was a like a dollar theater uh, it, it by us uh, called the Terrace, and we used to walk and, and see movies all the time. But like on Tuesdays, it was seventy five cent day, so we would always go on Tuesdays and see a movie because it was seventy five cents. Because, this... because also at that time they had bumped the price up to buck fifty a movie. Okay, yeah, so 75 cent day. And so Mighty, Mighty Ducks 2 shows up at the terrace, and we see it three weeks in a row. We Was it yeah. more than three? No, I think it was more? four. I, no, I think it was only three. Well, it was quite a few weeks in a row. It was at least three that we just walked up and, and saw. But it was, like, the perfect thing, because, like, when you're a broke, like, 14 year old you're like oh i have a couple bucks you could get in and buy a thing of those a and w root beer candies they oh, sold so and good. like but yeah we okay. saw this um three maybe four weeks in a row and it i don't know i feel like i've seen it so many times since and it's kind of become like i don't know i feel like we talk about it and we reference it all the time and it's just like it's become a thing did either over i the don't years. remember did any of us see it prior to seeing it on 75 Cente? I don't think so. I don't think I don't, so either. I don't think so. I can't remember. I mean, I figured that we might have, but maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. I remember. I remember that we saw the first one, you know, but I don't know that we ever saw the second one in theaters. Other right than on my birthday, fourteenth birthday party, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know, but I know the conversations <laughs> always were: we'd be sitting there on Tuesday or Monday, more than likely. Uh, like, what do you guys want to do? You know, Mighty Ducks is still at the terrace. Let's go see that again. <laughs> um, we saw worse. We that's true. Have. We did see worse. AKA um, the truth about cats and dogs. Fucked up. Oh, that's true. Milk funny. Oh, uh, God. Well, what about you, Glitch? What What's kind of you you in this movie? So I don't know if I saw this in the theater. I would have been seven at the time when this movie came out. Uh, we had definitely seen the first one. Uh, so I know for a fact that we owned this in the uh disney like plastic hardcover mm -hmm. vhs yeah and that was the one that i wore that wore it so bad it wouldn't close because we watched it so much <laughs> so uh but we i mean we saw i have two older brothers i've probably mentioned that before but we all watched all three of these uh we would play street hockey in our backyards because we had enough room for it and kids would come over and we, we'd do that we had a net and and I had like goalie pads, so we were had enough to like play play some games. So we were kind of into that a little bit. Uh, but Mighty Ducks was like the the main hockey movie that we liked. I mean, obviously, we were kind of young for Slapshot. Not to say we didn't see Slapshot, but uh, it, it was definitely more geared towards me at a younger age than uh, you know Slapshot is more towards now. And that's how it was for us too, because we played an incredible amount of street hockey. Like it's it's true. I kind of forget how much of street hockey we played. We played. We probably played every day for two months straight, and all day in the summer. It's true. It's weird thinking about it now. Like in like multiple locations. Yeah. Oh yeah. We would go <laughs> different places like to play it. And not so gotta, not not on rollerblades though. On feet. Yeah. <laughs> on our feet. So I, I gotta ask. Do you, do you remember when the whole like D two needed to be an episode thing started for this podcast? I don't. I, I know. I know that there's, and I think you made it like a like a Gordon Bombay like emoticon 
in the so uh, that, that actually originated from something else. So when Destiny Two came out, uh, people would say, "Oh, are you getting D 2 And then it just became like, a, "You mean Mighty Ducks Two? <laughs> oh. And I know like Fox and the Cloud server and the Discord would always like. Anytime someone talked about Destiny 2, we'd put that Gordon Bombay face. So <laughs> there was a point where I just took it and made it an emote. Uh, I know Jody had mentioned it on the Death Race episode. Oh, well, that, that was the episode right. where he picked it, but he didn't pick the uh, the movie to watch. It was Joe that picked it. <laughs> that and it was like the only did. movie he, he even recommend was D2. And I was just curious if there was any origin before that that we didn't know about. That could be because Death Race is like me as the official co-host of the podcast. That's like the second episode that I was the official co-host. So, so I that's... actually went back and listened to that earlier today while I was at work. Wow. Uh, he wasn't Hovercraft Joe. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, they were calling him Machine Joe because it was a character in that movie or something. Machine yeah, Joe. Machine Gun Joe. Machine yep. Gun Joe. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think uh, Sphinx was on like a hiatus a little bit. For yeah, school. that's all he was like coaching. Yeah, that's why I showed up because LPJ was like, Well, you like Sphinx has to be gone for like a month, two months, so can you like fill in? And then he just never let me leave. Yeah, now, <laughs> now four years later, you're writing notes about Mighty Ducks 2 as you're watching the movie. It's yeah, true. that was the beginning of Joe letting me pick a movie and <laughs> forcing me to, to watch something. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I think, I think the, 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 the genesis of it was. Yeah, you were complaining like you didn't get to pick the movie, and if you did, it was gonna be Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, or or Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, one of the two. Well, well that stay tuned for episode three hundred. No, thank you. <laughs> what's What's funny too is that we tried to get your uh, your brother Chaps to be on this episode, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna do it because we've talked about doing it, and everyone's gonna be excited. And he's like, who? And we're like, I don't know, people. <laughs> so uh, we have a. Uh, I'm part of Legend of Retro, for those of you that don't know. It's uh, uh, the retro gaming podcast that was on Gamesville Media and then at, died because we killed it. Well, Craig killed it. We can always say that Craig killed it. But uh, So it's Craig, Chops, and Xander and I. And we have our own chat, and we were talking about, like, oh, man, we need to all be – all four of us need to be on this episode. We're going to derail it. We're going to talk about Hudson Hawk, the video game. Like, we're not even <laughs> going to talk about D2. So we had this, like, kind of planned out, and then it just didn't end up working for everyone's schedule, and I got – uh, I guess suck with you asshole. Which is weird because it uh, kind of sounds like exactly how your podcast went. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, anyways, let's let's uh, let's get into the numbers for uh, this. Uh, it, did I mention that it was released on March twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four? Already, yeah. you did. And actually, okay. sorry, I got to say one more thing before we get going on this. There was a point. When I'm sitting and watching this movie and I'm making notes and I, I, there was a thought that came to my mind that was like, are we really doing this episode or am I going to appear in the video call? The episode is going to start and you guys are just going to screw me over and be like, no, we were just fucking with you. We're not talking about D2. <laughs> like there was no. that thought where I was like, I'm, I'm going to get screwed. I know it. I'm going to show up on this episode. I'm going to write all these fucking notes and it's not going to do for anything. No. This is the most notes I've written in a long time. Wow. In my no, notebook is, that I have all the notes I've ever taken this is for this the, podcast. This is the most excited I've been to record the podcast <laughs> in quite a long time to talk about this movie. I cannot believe this. I was so excited to talk about this movie. So, um, okay. Numbers. Budget. I couldn't find a budget. But let's assume that the budget wasn't that high for this movie. Um, 
the gross, it made $45 million, so that's pretty good. Uh, it has a Rotten Tomatoes of 21%, which is higher. And I, listen, glitches on the podcast. I don't want to besmirch you, but I don't care what you say. Beverly Hills Cop 3 will always be 9% to me. Uh, so it's Unless much it goes higher lower. Unless it goes lower. It's true. It must, <laughs> unless it goes lower. I think... Uh, I think, I, think, Sphinx, I think Sphinx and the his crew from that episode are trying to bump up the numbers, and that's why it's gotten higher. <laughs> he was given those uh, positive ratings. No, you're good. As a truest in stats, it was 9%. When you did the episode, it stays 9%. I was just letting you know that there's been a movement, and it's going up in numbers. <laughs> that's fair. I appreciate that. So uh, the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie, D2, is 21%. The audience score is 59%. Um Okay, I, I can see that. So, top grossing movies of 1994. The top three are Forrest Gump, The Lion King, and a movie that we have covered on this very podcast, True Lies. This movie, D2, The Mighty Ducks, comes in 30th. Other movies that we have covered from 1994 on the podcast are, number eight, Speed, which I believe is the very first episode of this podcast. That's so, right. uh, And also, uh, famously hated by uh, Sphinx, The Crow, uh, which if we ever do our month where we redo episodes, we're going to redo The Crow. Um, we've also covered number 31, Time Cop. Number 34, Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> and number 42, Street Fighter. So what, a, wow. what, what an eclectic year of movies. I know I said this last episode, but it blows my mind that we went to the Terrace three weeks in a row to see this movie. But at the same time, all of those movies were also out in 94, and I guarantee you I saw all of them in 1994. Yeah, but a number of them were uh, rated R, so I, I feel like the one time we tried to get into a rated R movie, The Terrace, that's how we ended up seeing The Truth About Cats and Dogs. So, like, That's fair. Which, again, why was Rumble in the Bronx rated R? I don't get that. I don't know. That's a good movie. That was the first episode I was ever on of the podcast. Uh, Jody was there. He just was sitting off screen or uh, off mic. Uh, uh told me I was being too loud. Well, you know what? He's not on the podcast anymore. He doesn't listen, so who cares? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, fill some time, because remember uh, uh, how I had to restart my uh, computer? I don't have my Mighty Duck stuff pulled up, so uh, kill some time for a second here. Awesome. Great. Yeah, <laughs> let me do that. Let me kill yeah. some time. Let me completely unprepared. We're going to kill some time, all right. Uh, so, uh, Glitch, who's oh, your favorite my character stomach. that's no, not my, in this movie? This meal I had. Oh, my God. My stomach is about to explode. Who do you, who's you guys miss the most? Do you guys miss Carp the most? Because he wasn't in this movie. So, Carp was in Heavyweights. Yep. Um, and actually, we could talk about the writer of this movie. We could. If you want. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm ready to go with the cast. All right. So. Let him go. No, we'll, get to, we'll get to the writer. We'll get to the all writer. All right. We'll get to that. All right. Okay, so good, good fill. Uh, LPJ, we did a great job filling time. That Wonderful. was that was not nonsense at all. That was great, nope. guys. Um, value add, guys. Value add. So uh, obviously, this movie stars Emilio Estevez. Uh, the only other people of note that I'm going to mention are Joshua Jackson uh, returning as Charlie, um, Eldon Henson, uh, Fulton, and obviously uh, Keenan Thompson playing Russ. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else that you want to mention or anyone else wants to mention. I mean, Catherine Urbay, uh, it, it spent a long time on like on like Law and Order. Um, that's really about it. I mean, there's really not. 
anybody else. Michael Tucker, Mr. Tibbs or Tibbles is a character actor that shows up on TV shows all the time. Okay. Um, Name a show he showed up on. Uh, L.A. Law. All right. all right. Fair enough. I mean, Goldberg had those meth photos. Goldberg had the meth photos. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's do some net worths if you guys are ready. Uh, I, I did pull a couple. Uh, let's start with uh, Eldon Henson. He's got that sweet, sweet Netflix Daredevil money. LBJ, what do you think for Eldon Henson? He's got that sweet, sweet. Uh, was he in uh, Angus? Well, I think he was in Angus. So. I think he was in Angus, was he? yeah. Uh, he's that sweet, sweet Angus money. I'm going to go $5 million. Hey, what do you think, uh, Jody? Um, I was gonna say it's that sweet, sweet worst character in a Marvel Netflix show. <laughs> I hate Foggy wow. Nelson yeah, with a passion. Know. I'm gonna say two million. All right, what do you think, Glitch? He's got that sweet, sweet idle hands money. Ooh, oh, good one. Great, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna say he's a little bit lower. I'm gonna say he's in the eight hundred thousand range. Ooh, you know what? Glitch is the closest. He only has 500,000. So only 500,000 right. for uh, Eldon Henson. Uh, next up, Keenan Thompson. He's got that sweet, sweet uh, been on Saturday Night Live for a really long time money. What do you think, Jody, for Keenan Thompson? He has that sweet, sweet snake on a plane money. <laughs> oh, covered on this very podcast. I'm going to say 18 million. Okay. What do you think, Glitch? Um, he's got that sweet, sweet wieners money do you guys know about the movie wieners no yes (laughs) there is a movie i do um it's with zachary levy and they go around and drive around in an oscar meyer type wiener mobile and there is a scene where bill romanowski the football player sucks kenan thompson's finger (laughs) what (laughs) it is a must-see if you guys have not seen it, can we so, take a couple hour break right now? See. Can we pause the episode and go watch it? <laughs> okay, hold on. We're going to come back. Uh, uh, I'm going to guess he's doing pretty good. He's got that SNL stuff going on. So I'm going to say uh, 28 million. All right. What do you think, LPJ? He said that sweet, sweet, soon to be released Good Burger 2 money. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he's been on SNL for a long time and he produces a lot of stuff. I'm going to say 50 million. You guys. Thirteen million for Keenan Thompson. Thirteen million. You so. know that's a they don't a they don't pay well on SNL. You should all know that by Apparently now. Apparently not. Uh, next up, uh, Joshua Jackson. He's got that sweet sweet Dawson Creeks money. Uh, Pacey, you're my boy, Pacey. What do you think, uh, glitch for Joshua Jackson? Uh, he's got that sweet sweet cruel intentions money. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm gonna say eighteen million. Okay. What do you think, LBJ? He's got that sweet sweet. Fringe money, guys. Can't forget fringe. Uh, I'm gonna go fourteen million dollars. Okay. What do you think, Jody? Is it sweet, sweet the skulls money? Oh, oh the wow. skull. One of Warren's favorites. You might. Win. I'm gonna say it's twelve and a half million. Uh, eight million dollars for Joshua Jackson. <laughs> uh, and finally, Emilio Estevez. He's got that sweet, sweet Young Guns two money. Covered on this very podcast. Go back and listen to it. Uh, LPJ, what do you think for Emilio Estevez? Guys, he's got that sweet, sweet Judgment Night money. <laughs> That's a movie we need to cover. Uh, I um, just saw it was on one of the streaming services, and I almost watched it. So uh-huh. It's a Fincher movie, too, isn't it? 
I don't think so. I think you're very wrong on that. Uh, I'm probably wrong on it. That's well, it give it, give it, give me your guess no, and then look it no, up. No, no, now I'm looking it up. Uh, I'll go 35 million. Okay, what do you think, uh, Jody, for uh, Emilio Estevez? I think that he has a sweet, sweet, not very good investments money. So I'm going to say he's only has two million dollars left. Okay, what do you think, Glitch? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet Men at Work, which is totally an action movie. <laughs> money um man jody saying he's not a good investor makes me think it might be lower because he did do game changer after like nothing for several years but there's the sheen of this uh i'm gonna say 38 million i'm gonna stick with my eights 38 million uh 18 million dollars from emilio Estevez. 18 emilio emilio uh, <laughs> uh, right. saying his name <laughs> uh lbj did you find out that judgment night is not directed by david fincher that is correct it's directed by stephen hopkins who directed predator 2 okay fair enough all right i, I got a pop quiz i got a pop quiz oh, 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 uh, uh uh so you, uh joe had mentioned young guns 2 there was one other emilio estevez movie you guys have covered what is it uh one other movie, movie that we've covered Oh, uh, oh, this is, this is a good we question. Did we, we, we didn't do Young Guns, did we? No, we didn't no, do the original Young Guns. What is an Emilio Estevez movie? Coward? He's in a movie, but he's not like the main character in it. Well, uh, I know he's you might be thinking of Mission Impossible. Yeah, I was gonna say he's in the original oh, Mission right. Impossible. We didn't cover that, but I, but I know we didn't cover that. Uh, I, I don't know the answer <laughs> to this. Loaded Jack. Weapon once. Oh, loaded weapon one. That was before. That yeah. was before my time on the podcast, though. So. I mean, we did. Yeah, have, we did have, yes, Reese was on that episode. Guys. That was back in the studio. Oh, that's right. Your your pop quiz was wrong because we didn't do we did free jack. jack. <laughs> what the hell is free jack? You know, you just got bone jacked. Oh. Well, there you go. There's that one too. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just bone jacked your pop quiz. Okay, it was uh, about this podcast. No one really cares. <laughs> uh, LBJ, do you uh, want to talk about director, writer, any of that jazz? Uh, I mean, yeah, we can talk about the the director. He directed, um, uh, like Dicky. He directed Dicky Roberts. He directed uh, George of the Jungle. He directed uh, other stuff. Uh, but the real person we want to talk about is, is the writer Stephen Brill. Glitch. I'll let you take that away. Yeah, I mean, he he did Mighty Ducks 1. That was his first big movie. He did 2 and 3, obviously. He did the movie Heavyweights, which starred a lot of the cast from these movies. Um, and he did Ready to Rumble, which is a favorite wrestling movie of mine. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. But he does like to appear in his movies as extras. And what's funny is in Mighty Ducks 1, he plays a lawyer. But in this one, he plays a celebrity at a party. A totally different character. Yep. Oh, is he the guy that like the, when he's at the party and like everyone's like famous athletes, but there's one other guy. He's there's just the to. one guy you don't recognize. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah. Oh. Um, we have not. Uh, we have seen Ready to Rumble, and we have talked about covering it on the podcast. So it might happen at some point. So. Yeah, 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 Ethan, you got to get uh, a for that <laughs> for sure. Um. All right. Uh, taglines. Uh, I got some taglines for you. I got uh, the first one, which is the puck stops here. Okay. All right. And then the next one, the mighty ducks are back. <laughs> so, is that it? just the two? 
That's they it. Didn't, just they the didn't two. even use Quack Attack as back. Nope, they did not. They did How not did they Quack. not use that? No Quack Shot, nothing? Nothing. Nope. Those are the only two that, I mean, there might have been more, but those are the only two listed oh, on the missed opportunity. Internet Movie Database. Um, anything specifically that you want to bring up uh, before we get into the plot of D2 The Mighty Ducks? Uh, I mean, the movie is, the first movie is essentially just like, it's just the Bad News Bears. That's what the first movie is. It's the Bad News Bears just remade with less swearing. Uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, underage alcohol. And I didn't <laughs> look this up, but what's the year on the original one? The original one was ninety-two. I believe so. That was my guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, ninety-two. This movie does have some mild language and rough hockey action, is what Disney (laughs) World told me. I saw that. I saw the rough hockey action. Mild Uh, language. I mean, I think some people get called cake eater, maybe. So that's. (laughs) I mean, there was some rough hockey action. We'll get to it. The epitome of being rich is eating cake. Because if you're poor. How are you going to get access to cake? If like, you're poor, what is the dessert of choice then? <laughs> pudding? Yeah, probably pudding. Yeah. What, whatever you can fish out of the garbage, duh. I mean, because like cake, it's just so expensive. And if you're rich, you're just eating cake all the time. Mm-hmm. So you're a cake eater. I had some cake last night. <laughs> oh, whoa, okay, Jody. Casually telling us how good you're doing. <laughs> we got it. All right, we got we get, it. We get it. She's so peace. I know. Yeah. Look, at that, look at that amazing kitchen you've got there in your in your Spanish villa. I had a pudding cup. Uh, I had a pudding cup last night. I'll show you where I (laughs) I keep funneling money into this podcast. Uh, (laughs) um, Anything else that anyone wants to bring up before we get into the plot? Uh, No. LPJ is still just so mad that we're actually (laughs) doing this. Like, like it's hitting me now that I've agreed to this. Oh yeah, we're into it now. Yeah, like, because like at first I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Fine, we'll do it. 250 episodes. <laughs> we'll play a prank on the people. We'll give them what they actually want. Maybe. Uh, we say that, but again, we really don't know that anyone besides Jody and possibly Glitch. I feel that <laughs> half your listenership is on this call right now. Wow! Wow! <laughs> You're mean to everyone, so it's Dude. fine. Wow, that really kind of. Hey, we got to say at least, though, Glitch and Jody are actually two guests that are on the do listen to the podcast regularly. So we got to give them props for that. I've almost finished the Maverick episode. I feel like (laughs) Jody just listens to hate on us. He's like, he's the you guys as much. So I got to hate on you from afar. (laughs) You're the you're not even the wolf, the Dennis Stenson. You're like the Hawks coach. That's how bad you are. Oh, Oh, man. Perry White from uh, Lois and Clark, the new Avengers of Superman. Yep. Identical. (laughs) All right, let's get into it, and there's going to be a lot to talk about. So, uh, movie starts off with uh, Emilio Estevez. He's making his big comeback, trying to get back into the NHL. He's playing for the Minnesota Wave. (laughs) Um, It might be a minor league team. Who knows? That's true. Um, But... uh, he gets injured during his comeback. Like he gets, it's like a cheap shot. Gets like Can we hit. Talk about and, his injury. Sure, because he gets checked up by his head, but yeah. his knee goes out. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like. Well, I f- did they establish in the first one that he had like prior knee issues? So, I think they did. Yeah, yeah, I think they did. Although I, I mean, didn't realize like he's Devin's only knees? he's only supposed to be twenty nine in this movie. <laughs> 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. So, so anyways, his comeback is ruined, and he arrives back in Minneapolis, and, like, he has a cane. Oh, go ahead, Glitch. Yeah, no, I mean, this movie, in the first one, too, like, so you notice a trend. They start off on, like, such a bummer. So the first one, it's him at a young age, and he's got this penalty shot to tie the game, and he just misses it by half inch, hits the crossbar, or um, the, the, the left bar. And then in this one, he's making his – major comeback and then he gets injured it's just like it gets worse and worse and if you guys remember in the third one jesse smollett shoots gordon bombay on center ice and he dies so i mean (laughs) it it gets worse as you go through Uh, if you guys remember that's how the third one starts coach bombay that's what that's what what jesse told me he told me that what's funny is that like thinking about it is that like i've seen the first mighty ducks like two three times max i've seen this one 800 million times and i've seen the third one like 500,000 times so it's kind of weird that like maybe objectively the best of the bunch is the one that i've seen the least i can't believe you've seen the third one that many times i've seen the third one twice at most the third one is batshit insane the third one's bad and we'll talk about it i i i told you on the episode that we do later i told you guys before we start recording that I watched it the other night after watching the second one. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm just going to watch the third one. And I have a lot of thoughts. I'm not going to get into all of them, but anyways, yeah, so, same for the back half of this episode where we actually covered D three. Yes. You guys did. No one knows that episode 250 is four hours. We're covering two <laughs> movies. Um, okay. So he arrives back in Minneapolis. He has a cane cause he's really injured, but like, that's the only time he uses a cane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I get why, so he's hurt and he's rehabbed. So the club just cuts him and sends him home. Yeah, yeah that's I, how hockey works. I guess it's a severe, a severe enough of injury that it's like, I'm sorry, dude, you're never gonna play again. Or I don't know. It's it's pretty confusing. So he had to he take gets, the bus back, and he has the world's largest nor or North Stars hat on, <laughs> it like goes over his ears. Yeah, that was weird. So he gets picked up by Jan, right? Jan is Hans's brother. Hans is the guy that owns the hockey shop from the from the first movie um and they explained it is that he went to sweden for the summer so we get jan right um they go to the shop charlie's working there uh and, and hans tells like uh, emilio bombay doesn't know what he's going to do and he's like hey i've been talking to the uh good the junior goodwill games people i've been telling you telling them good stuff like why why he has contacts with the junior goodwill games i don't know um so then, uh, I guess Emilio Estevez was working at the shop after that because he's like sharpening skates. Uh, and then we're introduced to uh, Don Tibbles. Uh, Don Tibbles is the SVP of Hendricks Hockey, uh, and they want uh, Gordon Bombay to coach Team USA at the Junior Goodwill Games. Uh, and they're going to sponsor him because, in the universe of these movies, the Junior Goodwill Games are such a big thing that, like, if they sponsor Team USA, it's going to be big dollars for them, is what I kind of understand. And they're, like, the best team that we can get to represent us is this team that won, like, a random peewee hockey league in Minnesota. What you don't understand, Joe, is when they beat the Hawks, that was the first time the Hawks, Hawks lost. Since 1973, that was a newspaper clipping on the wall in the shop. So he agrees to do it. And I oh, like. Hold the- on, guys. We can't just gloss over this, guys. The best team, the U.S. Junior Goodwill 
team play a couple whatever the hell they are could get is most of the mighty ducks and then some <laughs> so then five randos from around the country right one of and them none of the hawks it's not even like hawks. it wasn't even like some of the ducks players and some of the hawks players it's just like yeah the hawks suck now because they came in second <laughs> right just all ducks the, the, and also the best players except except for except except for the one that's at heavyweight camp yeah the best players <laughs> in the entire country are concentrated on this one random peewee hockey team who didn't even really have a team the year prior. They were just sort of thrown together and then became a team. Yes. And then five randos from around the country. But the hockey game is made up of like 11 people total. Yeah. <laughs> well, also though, like, and the five random people, remember, one of them is essentially just the backup goalie, too. Yeah. One of them's not even a starting goaltender. <laughs> so anyways, so they're like, all right, we got to get the Ducks back together. So I, I find it super uh, unnecessary for him to bust out the I'm Ducks. Sorry, I'm sorry. I could have to belabor this. One of them is a backup goaltender. The other one is just some goon. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, when they, we'll get into the new ducks okay, when they I'm introduce sorry. them. Let's I'm sorry. just take I'm a sorry, deep breath. Guys, I'm sorry. So they got to get the ducks back together. So the only way to do that is for him to get out the actual duck call and just like appear creepily in Charlie's window <laughs> and blow <laughs> the duck call and be like, hey, we got to get the ducks back together. Hold on. Um, I also love that they explained. So after this romance happens in the first one between. Uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie's mom. The the less than year that he was gone, she's found someone up, broken up with him, found someone else, and got married. Right, and then she. By the way, she's a main character in the third movie. It does not appear to be married. Right, so it's very confusing. She falls in and out of love very quickly. Oh, yeah. it's true. Um. So yeah. So then then Charlie does all the hard work of rounding all the ducks up, just like this. Huge montage scene of so much rollerblading. I have a question. Just how one? old? <laughs> yeah, right now. How old are the ducks? Because well, they're supposed to be like 14, 15. The majority of them have like actual jobs. <laughs> Averman <laughs> is working at a movie theater and he has all his rollerblading gear with him, apparently. It's true. And he seemingly <laughs> quits his job on the spot yeah. to rejoin the ducks. He works at the I mean, movie theater. With labor laws, he probably wasn't getting paid anyways. When the ducks come calling, you got to answer that call, Joe. <laughs> and then I like that they pick up uh, Gee, Gee, what's his last name? Who cares? Jermaine. Jermaine. Gee Jermaine. And they're essentially making like a joke about them like cock blocking him. Because <laughs> he's about to kiss uh, Connie. I was this close, guys. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Dude, you're all, all right. summer, man. What the fuck took so long? <laughs> so, move. Uh, then they go and get Adam Banks. I like Adam Banks is like <laughs> practicing hockey with a helmet and the pads and his polo shirt on. And they call him a cake eater because now it's like a joke, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and then, well. and then like so, then they're getting ready to go through the park, and we 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 flash to some hawks, and they're still really uh, salty about losing to the Ducks. So they're like, we're gonna get the Ducks. So they set up like a tripwire. <laughs> To like, I love how they're just they they can see the ducks are coming, like <laughs> they're they're randomly there at the canoe parking place, you know, with all the canoes parked, docked on the on the on the fucking campsite wherever they're at. I don't know this canoes, but they're hiding behind. They must have saw the ducks coming from 
down the street and had plenty of time to set up a tripwire. They're like, oh, here comes the ducks. It's got to be them. Who else would be roller skating with a duck call in their mouth right now? It's got to be the right. ducks trying to get Why do they out. have a tripwire? Right. <laughs> you know, they got a tripwire hanging around because they're goons. But but luckily, Fulton Fulton Reed uh, is there to, to thwart their plans, beats them up, and strips them <laughs> for some reason. He also and, sounds like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> He's, oh, guys. he strips them and ties them to a tree. Okay. So before the ducks get there? Yeah. Uh, yes, before the <laughs> ducks get there, yes. Um so then uh back to uh Hendrix Hockey is apparently paying Emilio Estevez uh, a lot of money to coach this team for the junior goodwill games. Um also <laughs> this is Something that I didn't notice before, I've never noticed, and I had to pause and rewind. Um, the headline about him coaching the the Team USA in the Junior Goodwill Games, it's from the magazine. It's called Hockey, America's number one hockey publication. <laughs> I saw that. Yep. The LPGA had a subscription to that. I did. I did. <laughs> It was my favorite right next thing. To, it was right next to my subscription to the Hockey Beckett catalog. Um, I mean, he wasn't going to subscribe to Hawks Hockey. That was always number two. Right. Um, you, you'll appreciate this. Just a quick side note. Uh, frequent guest of the podcast, Tush, uh, one of our coworkers, I work with him, uh, was having like a fundraiser for his kids. Uh, and Tush got, they had magazine subscriptions and Ooh. he got three of them. <clears throat> he got three of them. He got subscriptions to... Trains magazine, Vatican magazine, and World War II history magazine. But what's that mountain magazine you like so much? Uh, I know it. I can't remember. You can I think picture had, what I'm thinking about, though, right? Yeah, I think he had an issue of it when me and him were recently in Cincinnati. But anyways, uh, so okay, so then we're uh, we're introduced to the uh, the the additional ducks they're adding, which is uh, Julie Gaffney, uh, Julie the cat. She's the goalie. Uh, Luis Mendoza. Um, Benny the Jet. Yeah. Benny the Jet. Penny the Jet. I didn't realize it either. Lauren and Avery both called it out <laughs> when I was watching this week. His whole thing is that he's really fast, but somehow he became a hockey player and no one ever taught him how to stop. Which by the way, uh just a side note, the whole thing in this movie is that he learns to stop, but then seemingly forgets how to stop again in the third movie. <laughs> so uh then you got Dean Portman who is a 40-year-old man who is a goon, just beats people up. Um, uh, Dwayne Robertson, which uh, he is a cowboy. That's his thing. Which, And I have to laugh because um, he says he's from Austin, Texas. Um, I was, uh, let's say, like a year and a half ago in a wedding. I, I went to a wedding in austin austin texas is like the least texas city you could imagine being in it's like being in like northville michigan or something so the fact that he's like this incredible crazy cowboy and he's like yeah i'm from austin texas made me laugh a lot uh and then kenny Wu, and his whole thing is that he was a uh, olympic figure skater that they convinced to play hockey so those are all already one of the best hockey players in the United States for that little kid level. That's so true. as a 13 year old, he was an Olympic figure skater and a Goodwill Games hockey player. Well, I think it's more that they got him because he was an like Olympic figure skater. I don't think it has anything to do with his hockey 
Yeah, I think uh, they just I think they got him based on his like skating skills and they're like, hey, maybe we can mold him into a good figure skater. Kind of like the plot of the cutting edge, Jody, which I know you're very familiar Topic. with. So. Yeah, I got it. That's a swallowed movie. So that that's you know, Topic. Uh okay. So man, and let me tell you guys, right off the bat, the old ducks and the new ducks, they do not get along at all. Like, right? Like they don't get along. So they, they have a scrimmage where it's the old ducks against the new ducks. And I know I remember so little about hockey. I'm like, do the new ducks even have enough to field a whole the hockey side? No, <laughs> no, no, they don't. It's, okay. yeah. But Dwayne is so good at stick handling, and when he every time he hits the puck, a gunshot goes off. <laughs> the, you guys the, that? the sound effect, the sound effects they use in this movie are insane. Like it's so over the top. Like someone had a soundboard; it was just going crazy. Which, by the way, like. And they talk about how good Dwayne Robertson is at like stick handling. His one move seems to be bouncing the puck on the end of his stick. That's like the only thing he seems to do, right? Yeah. Do they ever at any point actually showcase him doing any kind of legitimate stick handling other than passing it to himself over and over again through his legs? <laughs> he does that alley oop at the end of the... it. I, it's very confusing. So, okay. Uh, Mr. Tibbles, he gets hit in the head with a puck. I hate uh, his where... name. Tibbles? <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. I hate his name. You know, I do too. I'm glad you said it because I kind of felt the same. Yeah, it's, it's something just, weird. It's such a stupid name, Mr. Tibbles. It sounds like he's a cat. Uh, and we get introduced to the team tutor, uh, Michelle McKay. Uh, also, I like the idea that those ducks drive a Zamboni through the side of the rink. And they're kind of just like, ah, whatever, it's fine. Oh, like you, sorry, you, bad. you rap scallions on a Wheaties box. <laughs> uh, and then immediately the rest of it is he teaches them how to be a team by like uh, tying them all together, um, which seems horribly dangerous to have <laughs> twenty five people with skates on on ice lashed together. They have at most twelve people. Whatever. <laughs> However it's many true. it is. They, I don't know how they have to be lashed together with sharp skates on. Uh, and then they then they play a game where uh, Dwayne uh, lassos all of them, uh, and they line dance on the ice, which, by the way, the lasso game comes back in the third one, uh, at, having just watched it a couple nights ago. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, that. I know, but I'm going to keep bringing it up. Um, <laughs> Good enough. So... Uh, yeah, like like Jody said, they're on the cover of a Wheaties box because apparently the Junior Goodwill games are so important. I also like the casual fact that the Junior Goodwill games are like, well, it has both summer and winter events going on. At the same I did the right time. Da- down. I was like, oh, we have basketball, or we have yeah, basketball, hockey, and swimming, <laughs> all at the same time. Um, and, and like Mrs. McKay teaches the class outside, and that's when like I blew my mind. I've seen this movie like like I said, a million times. And I was like, wait, they're still in Minnesota for all this stuff. They're just flying out to Los Angeles now. Yeah, Sorry to, sorry to belabor this even more. Um, so they got the junior Goodwill games and they got Kenny Wu. So uh, I would assume there's probably a figure skating event there. Wouldn't you want a former Olympic figure skater to be on your junior Goodwill games, figure skating team instead of the hockey team? The big money sport in junior goodwill games is hockey. Yeah, there's no sponsor in the figure skating one there. I'll be there. Hendrix does not make figure skates. Okay, fair enough. My yeah. you want unless, unless you got Benny the Jets, which are PF Flyers. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, okay, so they finally they finally go out to Los Angeles, um, and, and they play their first. Uh, it's a winner take all double elimination tournament. Um, they play their first match uh, against uh, Trinidad and Tobago, which um, I wrote a note that said I feel like their portrayal of Trinidad and Tobago might be racist. I'm pretty yeah. confident to say that it is racist. I'm pretty because sure it is. They're There's wearing a lot of steel drums. They're wearing tie dye jerseys. They score a goal, and they're all they all have like dreadlocks, and they're playing steel drums. And I'm like, <laughs> I I don't know about this. Also. I kind of feel like the Bash Brothers should constantly be getting penalties for how they play. Um, oh, don't even get me started on what on the rules, quote unquote, that these teams play under. Like the Noble games have a terrible officials. Oh, awful officials! People would have been brought up on charges for some of this stuff. Kids would have been arrested, booted out of the league. Maybe, maybe even murdered. I don't know. I don't know, guys. But I'm pretty sure you can't, which we're going to see later on in the movie, you can't two-hand a guy's wrist with your <laughs> stick and not have any kind of repercussions whatsoever. So you were talking about Trinidad's tie-dye jerseys. Can we talk about when the Team USA got their jerseys and Charlie's first comment was, well, oh, he, these he's, aren't the colors of the ducks. Yeah, he's so mad that they're not Why the ducks. Why would they be? He's like, right. the USA should change their colors <laughs> to green and yellow <laughs> for this peewee hockey team. Uh, so, um, uh, the, the, also, like, one of the main conceits of this movie that cracks me up is that everyone cares so much about these junior Goodwill games. It's, like, so hilarious. Okay. So then they have a big press conference, and I like the fact that like Team Iceland shows up just to trash talk, much like uh, Clubber Lang and like Rocky Three. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the whole team's there just to talk trash about uh, Team USA. And we're introduced to uh, Wolf the Dentist Stanson, which I think my entire childhood I thought his last name was Stanton, not Stanson, but you know. Um, so. Uh, Hendrix uh, gets Emilio Estevez's nice place to stay in Malibu while he's coaching. Uh, and, and we get some shenanigans in the dorm. They're doing some pranks with a uh, shaving cream. And I, I like that the Bash Brothers, <laughs> they're rocking out to like this cover of You Ain't Seen Nothing. They're supposed to be like this, these hardcore rock, like metal guys. And it's like this, like, not even the original version of You Ain't Seen Nothing yet. They're like air guitaring and jumping up and down to it. Portman has a tattoo. He's 13 with the tattoo. Uh, it's, it's the hormones. Jody, it's the hormones. It's really funny. Um, so then uh, Emilio Estevez Bombay, he has a meet cute with the uh, trainer of the Iceland team. Um, which I think is funny because they kind of set it up like she's going to be a big part of the plot, but she's not. <laughs> um, so then I mean, he totally took it to the bone zone, though, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's implied, I right? To make sure that that and then he totally took uh, Miss uh, McKay, Miss McKay to the bone zone, too, right? It's true, yeah. No, the Iceman chick, he was just trying to get some of Iceland's hair gel, and and heads up, I think maybe he took. Christy Yamaguchi to the bones too. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. I'm just going to put that out there. Maybe um, even Greg Luganis, too. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Greg Luganis. 
so uh so, so the usa plays their their next match against italy and they won 11 to 0. i'm surprised they did that team like spaghetti <laughs> there were no spoons that's why they lost if they, had, uh, if they had scored a goal it would have been pretty bad did, so. did that hurt your heart a little bit glitch seeing seeing honestly what hurt, what hurt me more is they didn't even get the colors right so like italy's national <laughs> Team color is blue, and they had like some green and white or something like that. I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Why did you know what, though, they, they, they looked like they smelled like garlic, though. <laughs> they were greasy, that's for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, mama mia, we don't still have nothing. Um, so, so then they go to Emilio SOS has a photo shoot, um, and then they, there's a big party at his condo. And there's this is where you get so many cameos. Cam Neely, Chris Chelios, Luke Robitaille, Greg Luganis, Chrissy Yamaguchi, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for some reason. Um, I, I just like that they uh, cram all these like seemingly random sports camps. I mean, the hockey player's okay, but everyone else it's like, why are they there? I don't know. Chrissy Yamaguchi obviously trains Kenny Wu. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Kenny Wu. Um, so then, oh, gosh. So then the Ducks, uh, some of the Ducks, they're they're out, uh, you know, because they're out in Los Angeles. They're shopping on uh, Rodeo Drive. This is the uh, <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, he's so confused. Dwayne's so confused because he thinks it's Rodeo Drive. And he's like, I saw the sign. It says Rodeo Drive. This doesn't look like a rodeo. He just can't, can't believe it. I feel like they had that joke and they're like, let's make a character who's from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote the joke about rodeo drive yeah. first. Uh-huh. Well, is then, like, is no, this where gets recognized? Because legit, I don't know if I could recognize one player on the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, but people are recognizing the well, Junior well, Goodwill Games people. Well, that's right. Because they're trying to get into the stores. Why they want to get into any of these stores is beyond me. But they're trying to get into these stores, and you got to, like, buzz, like, to get in, you know, and they're, they're not getting in. And then they finally get into a store because they say that they're, the like, nephews of Aaron Spelling. Um, so, they, so they let them in. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why they just, like, oh, well, they said they're Aaron Spelling's nephews, so I guess it's true. Not only, um, not only do they let them in, they're like, well, let's give them a private fashion show. Well, okay, hold on. I'm going to get to that because jo- Jody's right because they're sitting there and the lady's like, oh, I know who you guys are. You're the Ducks. Go Team USA. And it's like, okay. But then, yes, then the lady's like, okay, you need a present for your mom. I'm going to show you for my private collection. And it's essentially a scene about, like, teenage boys getting boners. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's exactly what it is. But it's like the models they bring out, they're not even, they don't even seem that young. They seem like middle aged models. Um, yeah. So it's just a weird scene. It's very weird. Um, it's like well, looking at a JCPenney catalog. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so you it's think... like looking at a JCPenney's catalog. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you no, think that the, they, the, you think the lady recognize him? Yeah. Cause I feel like if you saw Wheaties box and you were like, who's that? And you saw Team USA junior olympics you might start to like did that lady understand? look like she ate weenies <laughs> they were pretty um, so uh okay so then uh julie the cat goes to talk to emilio Estevez, and she's like hey i want to play because i mean she's obviously better than goldberg like that's goldberg terrible goldberg, goldberg is, is horrible he's always been horrible yeah and he's, he's always just taking his helmet off yeah 
like all the time. Do we need to see his face? Is he Iron Man? Does he have to take his helmet off all the time? Iron Man doesn't even have to take his helmet off because he has that heads up display where you can just see his face in the helmet. Um, you, know, you know what that scene would have been though, like in a non kids movie, it would have been Julie peeking her head around the corner, Gordon snorting coke, and then they make some kind of illicit deal. Jesus. LPJ. So this is like the D2, the program? Yeah, that's exactly what it would have been. <laughs> I'd watch that. I feel like that's what that scene is. They just couldn't do it in the movie. Um, this seems as good as time as any to say this. I was um, once LP and J at LP. <laughs> yes, LP that and sounds, J. That I'm, sounds delicious. I just want to say I could use I could use an LP and J right now. A good LP and What's L and P? LP, LPJ and Lettuce, I. Lettuce, pepperoni. <laughs> Okay. LPJ and I decided to do this. I was texting some people, telling them that we we're going to do it, and uh, because of a poor typo, I referred to it as "Mighty Dicks." <laughs> that's definitely a movie. That's, that's definitely episode three hundred. That's, that's what he's watching after he watches. Uh, after he's done recording, he's going to go finish watching "Mighty Dicks" too. Which, oddly enough, like when I first started on the podcast, I did pitch a segment, but I could never really get it where it was going to be yeah. like. I was going to try and look up and see if there was like a porn title for the movie that we were covering <laughs> or like find the real one and think of some fakes and be like, guess which one's the actual name of the porn version of this movie. But um, it, obviously it's not. There's still that. time. There's still time. Star, star horse. Maybe, maybe we'll just do. Uh, first of all, it's star balls. Uh, and maybe we'll just do a whole episode of just that. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to do just an episode of porn. Yes. <laughs> Lord of the G strings. Uh-huh. It's the episode. Do it's the episode we have the most guests on. I don't know what's going on. What was the movie that Adams like had Star and balls. then Starballs? Um Okay. So uh then the Bash brothers they snuck out after curfew and they see Emilio Estevez on a date with the Iceland trainer. And uh, like LPJ said, they presumably go to the bone zone after they get ice cream. Um, so then, like Emilio uh, Estevez, the, the the they presumably go to the bone zone meeting. Emilio Estevez and the trainer, not the Bash Brothers. <laughs> well, well, yes. Who is the who is the share a room together? <laughs> yeah, you never know, know what happens in dorms. That's fair. Yeah, what's, that's fair. What what they happens? Apparently, at, they apparently had their own room in the dorm. What happens at the Junior Goodwill game stays at the Junior. Goodwill it's true. Game. Why did they have their Goodwill own room? Portman, like everyone else is in one giant room, like a camp. <laughs> The thing is, Portman might be 19, so it could be statutory. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's fair. So, um, so Bombay, Emilio Estevez, like all this fame starting to go to his head. He's starting to wear a suit. He's got his, uh, he's got his hair slicked back. Um, I also like. I understand that they're trying to make them like physically bigger, but it seemed like the members of Team Iceland were like 30 years old. Oh my god! <laughs> the the end of the movie where they're shaking hands. <laughs> every single player was easily a foot and a half taller than all of the ducks. Like even yeah. Portman, they were even a foot and a half taller than Portman. Yes. Uh, and and the, so they play, cause again, they make, they make sure to let you know that it's a double elimination. So they play team Iceland and they get absolutely demolished by team Iceland. Uh, all their tricks, none of them work. Uh, they, they demolish the flying V it just doesn't go well for them. And then like afterwards, uh, well, during the game, Emilio Estes is being a real jerk, like yelling at him. I like the idea that the Iceland goalie stops, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Fulton's shot and literally has the imprint yeah. of a puck in his Even hand. Like he, he like caught he's like, it in the netting? Yep. 
<laughs> he's got an imprint in his hand like he's that guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark. This um, is the first uh, time where one of the Iceland players like actually assaults Adam Banks. Yeah, yeah. he that two-handed slash and that he doesn't somehow get thrown out of the game for and they just give him like uh, two minutes, right? He gets like nothing, but at the beginning, Portman pushes someone at the faceoff it gets thrown out of the game. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. He doesn't get anything. It's it's in the last game where with the two minutes well worth it, right? Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and Julie, too. So, Julie, okay, so this was in my notes right here. Uh, Goldberg sucks. Why is he still in the game? Uh, so, they finally put Julie the cat in, and she gets ejected for pushing as well. Yeah. So, you got these two people pushing ejection out of the game, and then literally almost breaks this guy's arm. <laughs> They're like, two that's minutes. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they lose uh, 12 to one. And then I like, I like the heel turn for uh, Mr. Tibbles. <laughs> Cause he's like, he's like seemingly this like really nice guy. And he's like super nice and funny. And then like after this game, he's an absolute dick. And he's like, I brought you on cause I thought you were a winner and like, you're supposed to be winning. And he's just like, <laughs> it's like, and then the next time we see him, he's fine. But it's like this one scene where he's just like an absolute dick about like them losing this game. It is it, okay. it surprising. What's that? Okay. <laughs> so then uh, after this, uh, Asos, he yells at the team uh, and he makes them practice after the game. He's like, ah, get out there and do practice. So the team, they go, they go to tutoring with uh, Miss McKay and they're all, they're all tired and they, and they can't, focus so she cancels practice and Emilio Estevez is um mad about this and it's a line often quoted at work with us just when you talk about this movie where she's like they're calling you Captain Blood <laughs> and, and this is the part where Pacey sleeps with her right <laughs> well I don't know I mean you you seemingly have written a lot of fan fiction <laughs> about this movie uh yeah glitch Hey, I, I got another pop quiz. So, uh -oh. um, and this is so I got this off of IMDb. Users put these up, so I don't know how true this is or how old this is. So I don't know if it's still true. Um, but Iceland hockey team is obviously really good. Um, can you guys tell me how many Iceland players have gone to the NHL? That's been zero. I, it's zero. <laughs> it's zero. It's for sure zero. Yeah. That I saw. I saw that. That's that is. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. Can also, they them from Trinidad and Tobago. Surprisingly, not. They, well, they they're too busy beating those drums. Because it's weird. Because I think I thought when I was a kid, I was like, okay. Because they, they said they were like, well, like the reason they didn't make Russia the villains is because they were like, well, you know, like relations between the U.S. and Russia were good at the time, so they didn't want to. But like Russia's in the movie. Like they're in the tournament. They're just not the the main villains. They're right, off so, screen. They're off screen. So, uh, okay. So then, like, the team's training or they're whatever, and they're kind of arguing with each other. Um, so then Keenan Thompson, we're introduced to Keenan Thompson's character, uh, Russ Tyler, earlier in the movie. He's kind of like heckling the team, but he shows up uh, and, and, and it's kind of like, ah, you suck, Team USA. And so they agree to go play street hockey with uh, him and his brother, uh, set to whoop, there it is. <laughs> um, uh, I like. I, I also feel like so that at one point the puck flies out of the the like tennis courts they're playing in and shatters the guy's windshield, 
And he seemed really cool about it, right? Like, he was so really cool chill. He was just like, ah, whatever, kids. And he throws it back to him. Like, there's like, there's it, a... it probably wasn't his car anyway. He was just stealing That's, it. That was the theory I had. Is it wasn't his car. He was just getting them the fuck back. There's a hole in the windshield. Yeah, maybe. Um, we're introduced to the... Because um... there's a scene. Sorry. So at the end of that scene, you can see in the background the guy who threw the puck back is standing in front of the car and there's another guy standing talking to him. And I kind of imagined in uh, LPJ's fan fiction that there's a part where that guy, it was his car, he came up to him and was accusing that guy of ruining his windshield. <laughs> it could be. And then he shoots him and steals the car. Yeah. And then they go to the bone zone. <laughs> and then they go to the bone zone. <laughs> uh, we're introduced to Russ Tyler's famous uh, knuckle puck, uh, which essentially is him just turning the puck up on its end and hitting it. Yeah. Have, uh, ever, have any of you guys ever tried it? It's hard to control, but apparently it's unstoppable if you get it. So I have, I have a story, uh, Jody. Um, so as I said at the beginning of the episode, we used to do street hockey in our backyard, and I played goalie a lot. And when this movie came out, everyone wanted to try the knuckle puck. Why we had those like plastic uh, hockey pucks yeah. that we would play with, and I for sure took one right to the eye. <laughs> And it hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I have bad memories about the knuckle puck. Yeah, I love how when we were playing, we were playing street hockey. We had the leg pads, but nothing to protect our face. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I had the chest pad. Okay. I had yeah. leg pads, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, we had like bike helmets, but there was no face guard. No, no we might have had a face guard at some point. Oh, I, maybe, I think James did at some point. I mean, we used a tennis ball too. <laughs> we were- remember when I broke that lady's vase. Yeah. <laughs> all right let's not go down this rabbit hole too much um okay so they also they solve a lot of problems um during this match they kind of i like they try and teach louise how to stop and so what's that guy say he's like put on the brakes baby yeah i i can't so there this whole thing guys this whole thing so the ducks are supposed to be the best team in the country but some random team of kids from the urban the the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, under 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 served I don't even know what's the word I'm what looking for. What are you trying for. to Why say? Ghetto? Ghetto? What are you trying to are say? You that? South Central. Are you trying to say ghetto? Well, they didn't. They didn't know. They weren't famous like the ducks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and it is funny that one of the best, uh, seemingly, I guess, best pl- hockey players in the United States doesn't know how to stop, which means like a big problem that would prevent you from being one of the best hockey players. Yeah, how can you skate so well and not stop? Also, how is learning how to how to how to stop on rollerblades going to translate to ice skates? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but they also teach Kenny Wu how to be tough. Um, so that'll come into, that'll that'll be that'll come into play later. So, uh, yeah, Kenny Wu how to pick fights with bigger people <laughs> that are going to clearly kick his ass. Yeah, but that only give you two Throw minutes. Shirt. That's all you need with these reps. Yeah. With it's these all reps, about you only the, get two minutes penalties. It's all about the confidence. Uh, so Jan comes out to visit Emilio Vasquez. Uh, and basically calls him on all his bullshit and being like, you know, calls him on being a jerk and all this stuff. And and then guilt uh, trips of like, this is the first time we've closed the shop in 10 years. 
<laughs> my brother like visiting my mom, who's 175 years yeah. old. And now yeah, we that... closed the shop. I, I did think about that, that they're like, yeah, Hans went back to visit uh, our mom in Sweden. It's like, you guys are both very old. How old is your mom? Is it like a is it like a Norman Bates psycho thing where she's dead and she's just like a skeleton, like sitting in a room? Um, mom so... hasn't eaten days. <laughs> So, um, so then after he gets yelled at by and guilt tripped by Jan, he gets his groove back by rollerblading by himself at the beach. That kind of reminded me of uh, California Games. Oh yeah, yeah. roller skating. One hundred percent, he's on the beach and he's just rolling gotta, down the street. You gotta watch out for those cracks though, because you'll trip on the cracks. Um, so then, like he he's so into getting his groove back that he doesn't show up to coach the game. So <laughs> Miss McKay has to coach the game. <laughs> Um, but then, like, Emilio Estevez finally shows up, and he's blowing that damn duck call. Um, yeah, he couldn't wait until the end of the game. He's got to do it right <laughs> in the middle of the game. And then how, it's a, it's a double elimination the, tournament. They've already lost once. How dumb are the refs that they don't know who the coach of Team USA is? <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be super famous and on Wheaties boxes and shit? Yeah, that is kind of like he's like the selling point for the whole team, and like they're like, I don't, know, I guess she's the coach. Um, and then when he shows up and gets behind the bench, he gives Miss McKay a kiss, like on the cheek, and it's like, you, you have not established a romance between these two characters at all. So I don't know why he's giving you a kiss. Well, was that was a deleted scene. Deleted scene. Yeah, it was all awesome. Um, so then he apologizes to the team. You know, they do the flying V, whatever. Um, uh, we get a training montage of them, like. You know, uh, Luis training. Well, yeah, training montage yeah. of them training. Yeah, and I, I'm getting get confused with the training montage in the third one where they learn to clean the trash. But that's not this one. This one they like. I don't know. They teach. Uh, they continue to teach teach uh, Luis how to stop. Yeah, with pop cans. I feel like that's such an inefficient way to teach someone how to stop because then you got to set all the pop cans back up. Then you do it again. You, just put like a line on the say on the ice and say just stop there. I feel that when our kids start driving, parallel parking, we're just going to use cop, pop cans. <laughs> it it works for this. It's going to work for that. It, I feel so, like well, you're right. So like revealed during this is that Adam Banks's wrist is mess, messed up. Like no duh, you got two handed like karate chop with a stick. I mean, it could have uh, been other things. He is like away, you know. He needs <laughs> oh, so you're saying it was a little uh, a little choking the chicken? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You think cleaning cleaning the snorkel a little bit? You think Connie and Julie were just you know off by themselves in this dorm room with all the guys? Okay, let's walk. <laughs> well, wait. I mean, Gee's not gonna finish. We know how he he, he is. Well, yeah, you know he's not gonna interfere. <laughs> couldn't even get a couldn't even get a kiss from her. No, too much. Okay, <laughs> maybe maybe too much. Um, so then they um, they bring because uh, he's injured, so they bring Keenan Thompson onto the team um, to take his place. And this is where you get. And I was worried that we had remembered this wrong for the our entirety of our lives, but this is the part where like. He talks about his knuckle pocket and Emilio Estevez is confused and he's like, ain't you ever heard of my knuckle pocket? It's like, no, why Why would he have heard of your knuckle puck? You play street hockey in Los Angeles. Like, no, he hasn't heard of your knuckle puck. Um, we get a Wayne Gretzky cameo. Uh, he just comes in to say hi to him. Um, so, uh, so then like we get to the finals and unsurprisingly they had to play uh, Iceland in the finals. Uh, but also so, miraculously lost the game. Yeah, I think they're Russia, actually. I think so. Um, 
So uh, they're, they're having their last practice, but Bombay's like, hey, you know what? Let's just have fun and play with this beach ball. Uh, but then the Iceland the Iceland team shows up, and they're mad, and, and uh, the coach, uh, the dentist, he uh, – I feel like the Iceland team took them by surprise. <laughs> yeah, they all snuck on the ice. Like... Everyone was turned around the other way, and they snuck in behind them. So they deflate the beach ball, and they kind of argue, and then they're like, all right, we'll settle this. We'll play three-bar. I don't know if that's like a recognized game that people who play hockey play. Hit me up on the Discord. I don't know. So they they play three bar, but then like this the the dentist is gonna lose, so he like so he slashes immediately with his leg. It's gonna ruin his ace shot at the pros. And then it seems like the Mighty Ducks are like, oh, we better fight this team of thirty eight year olds, but they don't. <laughs> I know we have eleven people, and they have like twenty eight on their team. Uh-huh. So, so the morning of the uh, another classic line that I feel like I remember we quoted a lot. The morning of the mat, the morning of the game. Yeah, Adam Banks walks in. He's like, "Coach, I woke up and the pain was gone." And he's he's able to turn his wrist, and it's like it's been like a day, Max, probably since you got your spot drop. But anyways, um, so uh, Charlie he gives his spot uh, on the team. To uh, so like because they're like oh our roster's full we can't bring you back Banks and Charlie's like you take my spot Banks because clearly you're the best player on the team uh, we should have you on the ice um, uh, yeah Goldberg sucks so they start playing the game and he like immediately gives up a goal he sucks um, that this is when we get the famous two minutes well worth it uh, quote I think from an Iceland player I can't remember which yes, one. Um, they they try and do the flying V and it gets demolished. Um, and then I do like that they're like uh, in this final game the Bash Brothers come out and, and again back to the referee they're literally like clotheslining people. The referee has no control of this game. They're they're clotheslining people, and the ref is like, I guess it's just hockey. I don't know. You can't push somebody down after a face-off, but clotheslines, that's that's fine. Um, that's all, This is also where we get the famous, one of my favorite lines from the movie, woo, 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 Henny woo. Can we talk about that goal for a minute? Sure. When he jumps and starts spinning with his stick stretched out yeah. like over his head, how is that not a penalty? Um, I was like, what was that Nintendo hockey game where you could like slash people like that? Mutant League uh, Hockey. No, is, well, it, is it Mutant League Hockey, or are you thinking of no, like, like, Blades of Steel? It might be Blades of Steel. or well, Wayne Steel Gretzky could fight. No, it's it. Wayne Gretzky Hockey, I think. Oh, yeah. And you just run around like that with your stick. No. Um, so, okay. So then, like, Kenny Wu does his new being tough guy act, and you get the announcer going, no, there's three Bash Brothers. And they somehow have, like, three people in the penalty box, but, like, it's not, like... Do not any still... players on the ice? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm getting at. Um, and then... Because um... I feel like the last thing they want to do is take penalties against Team Iceland, right? Well, yeah. And, and so then they, then they send Connie Moreau out, uh, and they're like, watch out, they're gunning for you. So this um, Iceland player seemingly is trying to murder her. He's, <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> he's like skating full steam for her, toward her yelling, yeah. like, oh! And so, like, Dwayne Robertson gets off the bench and, and lassoes the guy. He's got the lasso with him on the bench, guys. And then he gets, a, he gets a penalty, and the guy's like, two minutes for roping? 
So the so, ducks are like a like are killing another like twelve minute penalty, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of the second yeah, period. Twelve minute penalty and uh, a five year uh, sentence in prison. <laughs> so that's the end of the second period. Uh, they go into the um, you know the locker room, and he's like, "Oh, you guys have fun." They're like, "Yeah." They're like. Well, so did they, because they're so winning. Uh, and he gives like an inspirational speech about how ducks fly together. Uh, and I, I, I feel like it loses some of its effectiveness where they're all standing up and like saying what city they're from. And ninety percent of them are from like Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the yeah. greatest people, greatest players, are all from Minnesota. But weren't they all on like a district hockey team? Typically, is that like people you live near? Yeah, yeah. It seems all like from the different same city? little cities in Minnesota. And, yeah, not it seems even, like, and not even cities that are that close to each other either. Yeah, it seems yeah, like it's all from the same city. I did notice one of them didn't say he was from Minnesota, and that was Mike Ruzioni, who was from Winthrop, Massachusetts. <laughs> Mike Ruzioni. I don't get the he joke. He wasn't there. Am I yeah. thinking of the wrong movie? You're wrong movie. I think you're thinking of Miracle. Oh, okay. Thanks for teaming us though, I thought. Right. No, it so, was close, though. So then, uh, then Jan shows up and gives them all uh, Ducks jerseys to wear. With their uh, names on the back. With their right. names on it. So he had pre-planned this. And I like I I love the little bit about how pissed off uh the dentist is that they have the ducks uniforms on. He sees them and he's like, ah, come on, this is ridiculous. He's so mad about it. But then they have that thing where it's like, there's no rule about changing uniforms. I feel like there probably is a rule. Yeah, there, there is a rule. You also My can't favorite. take your you also can't take your helmet off to take <laughs> shots. Because that's a penalty. My uh, uh, favorite thing about the uniforms is they also had coaching jackets in the matching ducks colors. <laughs> so um, the the crowd sings, "We will quack you," which I kind of hate. Um, yeah, and as you said, I I definitely think that the goalie play that they because okay, I'm gonna do this quickly. So uh, he's trying really? to get the knuckle. Well, this part quickly. He's trying to get the knuckle puck off, but they're marking him right, so he can't get it off because they keep checking him. So their plan is they. <laughs> Call a timeout. He gets all the goalie equipment on, pretends to be Goldberg, skates up to center ice, takes the stick, takes his helmet off, hits the knuckle puck, and scores a goal. Now, but, this seemingly takes infinitely more time than him just skating and setting up to take a shot. Um, when, I do. One of my favorite parts of the entire movie, though, is that is uh, Wolf the dentist uh, Stanson yelling, "The goalie, goalie!" <laughs> Legit. One of my favorite well, parts. Alone dead as soon as he takes his helmet off to reveal himself, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. So Goldberg and Russ are the same race. People couldn't tell before with the mask on. I apparently not. Good match. So, so uh, the the game ends in a tie, and so it goes to a shootout, uh, and then uh, yeah, I love that they don't even go to overtime. They just, just go, go right, to right to a shootout. Um, this kid's gonna uh, get bad. It's the weirdest shootout ever, too. Because they're like, oh, like four of the people just take slap shots. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like it, Gordon Bombay pulls a move which 
is you couldn't do if you wanted to. He takes out Goldberg for the last shooter and puts in Julie the cat because she's got the quick glove hand. But you couldn't do. I that, that that's one of the things I read. It's like you're not allowed to just switch a goalie unless for an injury in the middle of a shootout. Right. So and he's going to put in a completely ice cold goaltender <laughs> who hasn't stretched, <laughs> hasn't really gotten into the game at all. She's a cat. Cold. She does not need to stretch. She's yeah. a cat. But but she ends up saving the last shot. Yeah. Ducks win the game. Uh, the the dentist is mad. He talks to uh, I can't remember what their main dude is, and he tells him he's like, "You lost it for us." And he's like, "You lost it for yourself." And then he's like, "Let's Stahl? go." Yeah, Gunnar Stahl. And then he's like, "Oh, let's go shake their hands," because uh, he kind of sounds Icelandic, but not really. Um, and then they and line so, up and they tower over the ducks <laughs> yeah. by a foot and a half each. Because they're all thirty eight year olds, um, and then. Gunner has the hots for Julie the cat. <laughs> and then um, then the whole team, including the people not from Minnesota, fly back to Minnesota <laughs> at the end of the movie. Uh, and they sing, we are the champions around a campfire. That's it. Well, as you know, in D3, they all go to the same school. So clearly they all moved to Minnesota. Oh yeah, like that. That like for those of you that don't know, just a quick I'm summary. Bring this up because I was gonna do it. So go ahead. The plot of D three is that the entire Mighty Ducks team, including the people that don't live in Minnesota, get scholarships to play at a prestigious uh, private school, private high school. But even though they're apparently the best team in the USA, they're still just the JV team <laughs> at this private school except, in Minnesota. Except Banks. Except Plus Banks. Yes. Um, the third movie, listen, the third movie, I don't want to talk about too much because if this movie, if this episode goes over like gangbusters, I feel like we should cover the third one. At some oh, point. God. Because <laughs> the third one is, <laughs> the third one is so dumb. Like, I, the third one, I for, it's just, it's so dumb. You think this is insane. This movie is insane. It just kicks up so much, so much more. Yeah, they they a lot of the games that they play in their ice rink, they don't even turn on the lights. It's just like natural lighting coming through the windows. Um, it, it watch the third one; it's insane. It's so hey, stupid. Joe, did you recognize Gunnar Stahl in the third one? He's the goalie. In He's the, third the goalie one. who again <laughs> has the hots for Julie the Cat Gaffney. Yeah, and and the and the enforcer uh, in that one is played by the guy that was uh, what's his name in The Walking Dead. Um, uh, the 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 guy with the red hair. I can't think of his name. Save it, save it for when we cover it, man. Save okay. It um, I just want to. I want to. Hang it. In case we don't cover it, I want to just tell something. One one real quick thing about D three, and then we'll get on to the finishing this episode. Um, we also saw D three at the terrace, right? Um, probably a seventy five cent day. And there's one of the plot points is that one of the Bash Brothers Portman doesn't want to go to this uh, private school. Uh, so then at the very last game, he shows up between the second and third period and joins the team. <laughs> and there's a point where he walks into the dressing room and he's like, hey, I had this uh, scholarship sitting at home and my uh, lawyer told me I should sign it. So here I am. And literally out loud at the movie theater, <laughs> LBJ goes, ah, geez. <laughs> There were little kids all over the place in that theater too. And I'm like, God, oh, Jesus! So mad. So um, yeah. Uh, LBJ, you got any uh, role reversals? No, for us? I don't have any role reversals for you. Uh, there is one more thing I want to talk about that happens at the very end of the movie. So uh, at the end, they're sitting around the campfire and they sing, "We are the champions." Yeah. 
and then uh, it goes into actual like Freddie Mercury singing the song. Uh, there is a Mandela effect. I don't know. You guys know what? I don't know. Yeah. Explain Mandela effect, right? Okay, so there is a Mandela effect where everyone thinks that at the very end of that song, there is a of the world, but there isn't. It just ends at we are the champions, and then music, and then it ends. And there's this huge Mandela effect where people think, oh, I remember the song ends with of the world. And I think it's this movie is the reason for that. So it the it cuts off the song. This song cuts off at the of the world and goes into another song. So I think as a young at a young age like us, we grew up with this movie. We watched it. The song ends with of the world, and that's why this Mandela effect exists. That's and I didn't bad. realize it until I saw this movie. It did that, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's weird." That, that is not, that's pretty crazy, actually. That is wild, actually. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> um, anything else? I mean, we got we got anything else that anyone wants to talk about before we get into our ratings on this uh, movie, or should we just get into it? Let's do it. Let's just rate it. All right, all right. Let's rate it. All right, but nobody talk over the game music. We'll do that. Forget it. Are we supposed to make the sounds? <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Glad you're here, Glitch. No problem. Uh, let's write this thing. I'll go first. Okay. Or, no, you right. know, you know, Jody, let you guys, you, what do you want to do? You guys can, can we be allowed this one? I know we've done it before in the past, A uh, our nostalgia rating and our actual oh, rating. Oh, yeah, That's, this warrants that 100%. Okay, so you can give it a rating based on your nostalgia <laughs> for it and then what you actually think it deserves. Okay. So. All right, I'll so, go first. Right, so, okay. Um, Definitely not as good as I remember as a kid, for sure. So I'm glad you actually said we can do the nostalgia rating. So, man, it's 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 tough because uh, growing up, you think you feel like the movies got better as it went on, but then when you rewatch them, you realize the first one is is the best one, and it just it's gets true worse. they get they uh, get worse as they yeah, go, for sure, and not uh, even by a little bit. Like there is a dramatic drop off between each movie. But to, to say I didn't watch this movie a lot is uh, is wrong. I, I, I watched it a ton. Uh, we ba I'm surprised the tape even worked by the time we probably threw it away. I don't know what happened to the copy that we had. But um, nostalgic, way love this movie. Four out of five. But realistically, this is a two and a half at best. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be a two. I'm giving it a two and a half because there are a lot of good lines. The Icelandic team is great. It's It's hilarious. Um, Goldberg sucks. I don't know why they keep him in there. And that's a big part <laughs> it's of insane. Oh, He's no. So do you want, honestly, the reason why it gets a 2.5, the music in this movie is fantastic. And I even wrote in my notes during the shootout when Banks is doing his shot and when Julie the Cat's doing her save, it, it, it almost like I was listening to it and it kind of brought me back to my childhood. Like the music, fantastic, really pulls you back. Uh, a lot of the music from the first one, uh, it's the same. So uh, that, is, that is a plus. Plus, don't forget that cover of you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Icing on the cake for the cake yeah. eaters. Uh, what about you, Jody? Okay. For my rating, I'm actually going to read an IMDb rating I read that pretty much sums it up. All right, let's wow, you're not even doing your own work. No. Just... It's titled The Greatest Film of All Time. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly above and beyond all other movies ever made, and it definitely deserves the number one ranking on IMDb. It's not even close. Why, you ask? Only because it has everything a movie could possibly need. Think about it. You've got Coach Gordon Bombay, 
Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Kids from Morgan Park High School in Chicago. I live a block nearby, which actually does not have a hockey team. Keenan's Knuckle Puck, Team Iceland, Goldberg for Comic Relief, the team from Trinidad and Tobago, whose fans play Caribbean drums after they score a goal, the hot chick from Maine, and we are the champions. Come on, it doesn't get any better. Everyone now, quack, quack, quack. Five knuckle pucks. <laughs> Is that your actual and your nostalgic rating? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go next. Um, so, yeah, like, I... Nostalgia, I love this movie. Like, we, there's such a shared history between... Jody and LPJ and I and some of our other friends just how many times we saw this movie and it's just like I feel like we'll be quoting it till we're like 80 year olds and it's just like we just and it's just like the ridiculousness of it I don't know like if I like through nostalgia and my like the the, the fondness in my heart for this movie it's easily like four and a half machine guns because it's just like I just love it but objectively it's not a good movie (laughs) Um, and it, it's ridiculous, but I do think it's kind of fun, bad, even without the nostalgia. So I think just my actual rating objectively, I'll give it two machine guns. Cause it's not that good, but it, just based on how much I love it from being a kid, I'll, I'll, uh, nostalgia is four and a half machine guns, uh, LBJ. This movie's not good. <laughs> And it makes me mad in a lot of ways. <laughs> Realistically, this is a two, maybe a one and a half, but probably a two. Um, the characters are not great. They're stupid. The whole concept is dumb of people like the, the whole Goodwill Junior Goodwill games and they got to get. The Mighty Ducks, again, some random-ass team that won one state champion, not even a state championship, one, like, district championship in one small part of Minnesota. They're now suddenly going to represent the United States with five randos from around the country. One of them's a backup goalie. Or should be be the starting goalie. And one of them's a goon, right? The whole, like, everything about this movie is stupid. And what pisses me the most about it pissed me off the most about it is from a nostalgia standpoint parts of me like this movie a lot <laughs> that's what i i'm so conflicted because like I, this movie's terrible i know it's terrible i recognize the fact that it's terrible but we've seen it like i like you said we saw it three times in a row it's 75 cent day and i was happy to see it all three times yeah every time this movie's on i don't mind watching it and I should. I should hate this movie. This movie should be not on my list of movies that I ever want to see again, but I but I keep watching it, and I can't stop watching it because this stupid movie lives in me for some reason, and I don't know why. Nostalgically, this movie is a four, maybe a four and a half, and I hate hate <laughs> myself for doing that, but that's where I'm at with this. We this watched... We watched it not that long ago together. Yeah. I yeah, know. On a, a friendcation when we were up and north. We loved it. I know. I know. And that's why I really feel bad about myself, Jody. Is because um, I shouldn't like, like this movie, movie, but I do. I want to. I want to. Bad you'll feel after Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, wanna, no. That's. No. 
Mm-mm. I like the idea that LPJ is more willing to cover D3 instead of Revenge of the Fallen. Yes, <laughs> I am. That is I, 100% true. I want to throw one other D3 tidbit out before mm-hmm. save the rest mm-hmm. for the episode, but Goldberg is such a bad goalie that they get a new coach in the third one, and he immediately makes Julie the Cat the starter. Yes! <laughs> like, immediately, one practice, and she's the starting goaltender. So, um, if it doesn't go but then he tricks her into car roll loading with all the donuts. Right, but then they end up converting him to a defensive player but one of the main plot points of the beginning of the movie is that he doesn't know how to skate so we'll that was a plot point in the first movie for Fulton Reed he doesn't know how to skate well you know what let's say Benny it. the Jet doesn't know how to skate he doesn't know how to stop he can skate good he can't he stop. stop but I guess stopping is probably an essential part of skating so eh. um that's why I have walls <laughs> um well, yeah. So we did it. We finally did it. I'm, I I know that LPJ. Are you proud of yourself, Joe? You sound proud. I don't think you should I, be proud. I had so much fun talking about this movie. And again, like I said, I love doing the podcast and it's fun. But I was extra excited. Like I was taking notes and I was giddy to like just be able to sit here and talk about this movie. And I know it's not an action movie, and there's really no conceivable reason we should be talking about it on the podcast. And there's probably going to be some people who listen to this episode and like. But you know what? I had a great time talking about it. And that's, I mean, you know, as we're we're a little bit of retrospect on 250 episodes, that's the whole point of the podcast, right? Like having fun. I mean, I think if I think back about the episodes that I enjoyed the most are kind of the ones that I can't say kind of, they're definitely the ones that have gone off the rails the most. Like, I don't remember the good movies we talk about. I remember when we did Jingle All the Way and Lich had prop work for nobody but us recording because no one else could see it you know like i remember how mad that swing scott when we were covered spawn you know like that's the stuff that like sticks out so like yeah i was super excited to talk about this i love it yeah i don't know i'm, I'm more curious to see when this episode comes out the people that come out of the woodwork that like this movie and thank us for doing it yeah, because I, I, mean, I got a feeling there is going to be an underground movement for people who enjoy this movie uh, uh, as far as the demographic of our show goes. Well, and, you know, we've I mean, honestly, we've established at this point we're kind of in the we're going to cover whatever we want portion of the podcast. So we want to cover it. Um, well, on that note, I kind of want to uh, throw some feelers out for you guys to cover some movies. Oh, OK, um, should, so we do this this... Here or should we do this privately? <laughs> So now that things have gone downhill and you guys are covering D2, I was thinking, so next up for sure, uh, we got to cover Sandlot. (laughs) Yes. Rookie of the Year. We got to get that. Julie the Cat is in that movie. Um, I've been pushing Men at Work for years. I want to see that get done. That's a great Emilio Estevez film. Um, When LPJ first ever asked me what movies I want to cover, one of the ones I pitched was Memento. Okay. And, uh, uh, I, I got told it's a crime movie. It's not an action movie. <laughs> but things change. <laughs> things yeah. have clearly things, changed. LPJ. Things change. It's like when I La- tried to laugh. Get action to- podcast is is more a more of a, a thing now than ever. If, oh, if, laugh. If, if, if I like the I, yes, I, I like that. the idea that we're just going to turn into a podcast covering like '90s kids sports movies. <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do Little Big League. We're gonna do Little <laughs> Giants. Uh, that, the is an the soccer one that I've never seen. I think it's called like Big Green or something like that. Yep. You get I mean, kicking yeah. and screaming. We yeah. should. Well, that's not 90s. Ladybugs? 
We did see Kicking Lady and Bugs, yes. Ronnie um, Dangerfield. Um, we should okay, so, Oh, go ahead. Heavyweights, so, though, because that's a fun movie as well. Yes, Heavyweights. We didn't mention oh, Within um, reason, guys. <laughs> uh, anything else on the list you didn't mention, Glitch? Uh, Inglorious Bastards. We did that. Yes, I know you did. Are you going to release that or what? It was a Patreon episode. Oh, did you release it on Patreon? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was not, it was not good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, uh, make sure you guys go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. Uh, if you're not signed up, you're missing on all the exclusive content that still gets released. Uh, even though the last thing that was released was April of 2022. <laughs> and you guys haven't done post credit since COVID, right? Correct. Okay. But uh, if you don't sign up, then how are we going to pay our square, uh, square space uh, bills? Because uh, that's an obvious issue, so we can keep the show running. I let other people worry about that. <laughs> and as of yet, he hasn't ca- he hasn't canceled the subscription. So, uh, make sure you send your feet pics to Joe. Uh, Joe's still waiting on everybody's feet pics. Uh, hashtag. If you want to use a Twitter or X or whatever it's called, uh, post your feet pics. Use the hashtag LAP feet. Um, that way, that way, uh, Joe can follow all the hashtags. Why this, guy, on the show? this guy said he didn't have any prop work, but he has uh, like a whole bit he's been waiting to do. Oh my god, uh, glitch. And, uh, I'd like to I'd like to see Sphinx Month where we bring Sphinx back for four episodes. <laughs> uh hashtag Sphinx Month in the Discord. Make sure you join the Discord at gamesillmedia.com. You know, that's not gonna happen. The Discord links at the bottom. So I always I always think like Sphinx is like the Jontron. Of Game Grumps. Uh, So Game Grumps, uh, if you guys know what Game Grumps is, John Tron used to be uh, uh, one of the main people, and he got kicked out for saying some racist things. (laughs) And so Sphinx is like that because he's he's always super racist. Uh, uh, and then I'm Joe came on. Label him as super racist, even though. <laughs> and, then Joe, and then Joe came on, so the fans are split. Do we like Sphinx better? Do we like Joe? Even though Joe's been on twice as many episodes, nobody still likes LPJ. Um, <laughs> so we, I'd like to see Sphinx Month. Um, and then also, if you want the unedited version of today's episode, we can get LPJ's racist rant. Uh, you'd have to send that up on Patreon. Wow! Wow! That's. So glad you're here. You are not allowed back. Oh, oh boy. I'm going to go this quick office glasses. I think we lost Joe. Uh, well, uh, anything you want to plug there, Jody? Uh, a couple things. Earlier you said that the podcast didn't really start till Hovercraft Joe was the host. Yeah. So I don't think you're at 250 yet. Ah. You guys got a long way to go. Okay. And I'd also like to... Um, talk about the feud that i want you guys to have with legend retro <laughs> so they come back and we can talk about toe jam and roll <laughs> all right so another another behind the scenes thing so uh i i was chatting with uh the legend retro guys and we actually thought about doing research for toe jam and earl and bringing it onto this episode so jody <laughs> could do it i got it it's but again everyone everyone dropped out of the of the episode so you still got your notes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still got my notes. <laughs> yeah, I had um, to bring it to you, Jody. <laughs> Jody, uh, if you had to plug uh, one episode out of our 250 of the podcast that you were on, which one would you tell people to listen to? Um, I'm going to say the Death Race episode. All right. Death Race episode. Okay. 
Uh, Glitch, what do you want to plug? And you got to answer the same question. You got to tell people to listen to an episode that you were on of the podcast. Yeah, uh, Loaded Weapon One. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's still a fan. It's my favorite comedy action movie for sure. Uh, hilarious. Uh, Samuel Jackson gives a performance that is unlike anything he's ever done. It's insane how funny he is in that movie. Uh, you, you don't want to tell people to listen to Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to relive that at all. It was terrible. I don't even know why I was on that. I hated being on that episode. I hate that episode. It was just me, you, and Sphinx, by the way. Oh, so. God, was, uh, but Little Weapon 1, it, it's, uh, it's a movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Um, so uh, if you get a chance to watch it, I say definitely do it. Uh, I uh, will uh, plug Tubi, uh, as always. Uh, this movie wasn't on Tubi, but I'll plug Tubi. And I'll plug Pluto TV. Um this movie was on Pluto TV, but uh, they're both still good and have a lot of content. And because I know I plugged them last week, but because it's still Friday the 13th of recording, I want to send a shout out to my boy, Jason Voorhees. Um, you know, listen, you've done so much work in the past, and I know that you're kind of in a lull, but I know your career is going to pick back up and you've done some great things. And like, yeah, at the end of the eighth one, you got turned into like a little kid by a pile of toxic waste, but you're back. So just, you know, keep it up, Jason Voorhees. Happy Friday the 13th. Um, LBJ, what do you want to plug? Discord. <laughs> Join us on Discord. Chat about all the nonsense you just heard, please. Uh, yeah, you guys have kind of killed me. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot. This is a lot to take for me, guys. Um. I, I do, I guess not really a plug, but I do want to say, you know, we are, you know, we've had a lot of fun this episode, but it is 250 and me and LPJ appreciate anyone that listens to us every week and enjoys the podcast. And, you know, we've said it before. We just do this because we have fun doing it. And this episode is a prime example of us having fun. So hopefully, you know, everyone that's stuck with us and enjoys listening, hopefully you guys get a kick out of this episode and, you know, who knows? There's at least going to be 50 more episodes, probably at least 20 for sure. Because we got to get to 270. All right, there'll be at least 20. At least 20 more episodes. And then probably 30 more after that. So. Yeah, probably. I want to tell the people on Discord, think how fun this episode was to listen to. And it killed LPJ's spirit. <laughs> so we should do more movies that kill his spirit. Yeah, he'll just end the podcast. <laughs> I feel like this, is, this must be how Finks felt at times. <laughs> I guess it's a success. Success. You had fun talking about it. Don't lie. Anything, yeah. anything, LPJ, anything you want to say to the fans? Or are you broken? I don't know. I'm kind of hurt, guys. I'm kind of hurt. Guys. <laughs> uh, one more thing that uh, that Xander had an idea for was <laughs> the, the morning before this episode posts, we were going to upload the MC Kids episode in place <laughs> of this one. <laughs> Just see what chaos happens. <laughs> If you want to listen, that's what I'll plug. I will plug. If you want to listen to an episode of Legend of Retro, you need to go back and find the the the, the MC Kids episode and my systematic dismantling of a podcast. <laughs> I pulled that podcast so far off the rails that Xander was mad at me for a fair amount of time that he didn't get to t really talk about his favorite game of all time. And he still hasn't. I don't know if he's ever gotten over it. But was uh, this was this before, after, or during the podcast when you decided to rip off the Legend of Retro format for this show? 
before. It was before, yeah. <laughs> okay. It was before. Okay. And I wouldn't say rip off. Like I said, I I I improved it. Mm. I just remember those first couple episodes where you ended the last session podcast by saying, and the legend continues. <laughs> <laughs> we are still, still trying to find our feet, guys. Still, still trying, trying to find to our feet. Out. Yeah. Still All right. Out. Anyway, guys, thanks for being here. Um, I do mostly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Any 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 final uh, things? No. All right. Well, this episode, this 250th episode, where we covered D2, The Mighty Ducks, <laughs> has been terminated. But we'll be back. Test your might. Yeehaw!